0: hallelujah would you stand to your feet please would you stand after you've been kissing your neighbor's wife can you just blow a kiss to jesus quickly and say forgive me for giving for kissing my neighbor's wife amen how many of you are happy that um, our god is gracious and compassionate he'll even forgive you for kissing your neighbor's wife in church Hallelujah. Come on, would you just lift your hands to Him for a moment? He's worthy. He's not also good. He's exclusively just good. He's such a wonderful Savior. What a wonderful God we serve. He is supernatural, but He's not unnatural. He's the God of ordinary people tonight. We thank Him that uh, His outreach to us is strong. We worship Him, He's worthy, He's worthy, He is worthy. Amen, 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 amen. Put your hands together, give Him a great, great hand. (laughs) Hallelujah. Now, uh, this morning, remain standing. I'm going to be standing for the next two hours. You're going to be seated, so join uh, and sharing my burden just for a couple of minutes. I'll tell you when to sit, okay. How many of you know we don't need sitting nor snoring saints. We need a vibrant church. This um, sleeping giant needs a wake-up call. I so love. When I walk into an environment where you have a go-do church, because two-thirds of the name of God is go and two-thirds is do, and if you don't go do, you don't have God in the middle of the mix, but in this house. And in this family, there's no room for laziness. How many of you agree this is a moving church? You are movers and you are shakers. You are history makers. Say amen to that. Say amen. And this morning I was with Pastor Lanzel. And where is that? LWPC. LWPC. All right. LWPC. And I remember as a young boy, I was there during a conference. It belonged to a different denomination back in the day. And it was dry and it was boring and God was not there. I'm not saying it's not on that denomination. I'm just saying sang that conference. You know. you know why it was? Because Pastor Yaku they sang, <laughs> And then the next song they sang was, he says. So the one is me nie the next one is nou hier and he's still moving right until you guys stepped in and then he made a U-turn and now he is resident over there. So we had such a good time and it was such a blessing to see what God is doing to you, in you, and through you, Hannah. Pastor Lenzel, of course, worked me so hard that um, tomorrow morning early I'm going to take her to CCMA uh, because she worked me real hard. But what a beautiful work. And I thought about it, Pastor Lenzel, it reminded me of a church in the Met, in KZN, in the middle of an informal settlement where a man who was delivering mail on a bicycle started to pass a very, very small church. The hand of God was on him, and the Spirit of God started to touch young people, and they grew up, and the hand of God was on them, and some of of them became multi, multi, multi multi-millionaires. The one guy was a member of my church who came out of that house in Midrand for all the years, and some months his tithe would be a million rands, and it was back then in the day when I was still pastoring before I was delivered by the blood of the Lamb, I was set free from pastoring, but... Those caliber of people came from out of there, and they, of course, returned home with an attitude of gratitude, and finance. And I'm telling you, not I've preached in that church many a times. It is an extreme building and an extreme facility and a remarkable work in the middle of the informal settlement. Somebody say, God won't, and I just say, why not, why not, and I sense that over that place, that a young generation will arise, and the hand of God will touch them strong, and they will be people of influence in the marketplace with a sense of humility because of their background, but they will return home with a seed, with an offering, they return to the ark with the olive brands in their mouths, in the mighty name of Jesus, I salute you. For your passion over that area. Jesus left 3,000 to go to one demon-possessed man in a graveyard to restore a family. He left the audience. I, I salute you. I'm telling you, Pastor Lenzel, it's coming back to you. It's coming back to that work, your passion. You're so in it. I love it. I just love it. I was humbled and honored to be able to stand behind that great pulpit this morning, that does not mean there's a waiver for me taking you to CCMA. I'll see you there tomorrow morning. You've worked me hard. I wanted to reserve my energy for tonight, but now she worked, she drained me. Then, of course, Pastor Natasha, Pastor Gustav's uh, youngest granddaughter. She's beautiful. I love her. And Pastor Yaku, I followed you all the way to America and it was so good to see you celebrate your birthday there and um, the impact you had we celebrate the success and we know great things are happening over here and then of course a hero of mine one of my dear friends whom I respect so much and this is not just lip service as dr gustav um, I mean when i made him my heart just merged <laughs> we are humbled and honored and privileged to meet a man of this caliber. He spoke to us the other day about some of his ventures in um, Asia and he started to weep because he said we lack hunger and the passion. Made me fail Jesus. I just want to repaint into high places. And uh, it's transparent. Not just transparent. Magnetic. It is, it is really rubbing off Dr. Gustav, we celebrate you, we honor you, we love you. And um, then, of course, a great voice in South Africa through the years. Of Dr. Etienne Marais. And when he started to pastor Dr. Stefan Kutzefant, he said, We've lost a great voice. I said, No, no. When he uh, gets through the other side of pastoring, it's going to be a seasoned voice. And you're stepping into that now. And we're looking forward to a year of that tsunami of glory that will follow your ministry tonight uh, i'm going to be sharing a prophetic word i haven't prepared much except for in my spirit i've prepared i want to release a prophetic word and we know too much word and you'll dry up too much spirit you'll blow up but with the right combination you'll grow up I also strongly believe that you do not build your life on a prophetic word. You build it on the rock. The revelation of the word of God, you know, you you build it on the rock. But Paul spoke to Timothy and he said, wage war with the prophetic word spoken over your life. And so I want to release a word over this house tonight. That's it. I'm not here for your amens, but it will help. Thank you. In advance. By faith, I say thank you. It will help. Stretch your hands to me. Say Yara helpurki prayak van to help. Amen. 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 Put your hands together one more time for Jesus. Master Builder of His Church. And be seated, be seated. I'm gonna be reading seven, eight portions. Seven, eight portions, and then we'll just work it out, okay? We'll just work it out. You know, guys, when I am in this house, second time preaching in this house, every time Dr. Gustav was here, he doesn't have to let anybody preach when he's here. Doc, I'm honored. I'm honored. I'm honored. I'm honored. People fly all over the world to listen to him. Here he is in humility listening to me. I'm out of my league. I'm honored. God bless you once more, sir. Revelations chapter number 10 and verse 6. Revelations 10 and verse 6. I don't know if you're going to share it on the AV or you're just going to take my word for it. Swore by Him who lives forever and ever who created. Everybody said who created, to create it. Heaven and the things which are therein and the earth and the things which are in it and the sea. And the things which are therein that there should be delay no longer. The other translation says that time shall be no more. Everybody say time shall be no more. How how long are we going to have church tonight? Look at your neighbor and say time shall be no more. (laughs) We'll be out of here in time for breakfast tomorrow morning. All right. Kidding. Isaiah 54 verse 16. And time shall. There is a dimension. There is a dimension. Isaiah 54 16, Behold, I've created, once again the word created, there created the smith. Anybody from the smith family in this house? Anybody whose last name, surname is Smith in the house? You are biblical. You are biblical. We all have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire. And bringeth forth an instrument for his work, and I have created the killer to destroy. So he created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire that brings forth an instrument or a weapon for destruction to attack the people of God. And God here acknowledges guilt. He says, I have created that character. I I have created the killer to destroy, but there is going to be a but in between the first and the second verse because no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. Every tongue that resides of thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the inheritance of the servants of the Lord, and the justice with me, saith the Lord, save the Lord. Third one. All the days, uh, Genesis 8 verse 22 Just after the curse, after the curse as a consequence of the fall of man, it was not the fall really of man. It was the fall of the God kind on the earth into the mankind, Adam and Eve. Genesis 8.22, all the days of the earth, seed, time, and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, night and day, shall not cease. All the days of the earth, seed, time, harvest. Harvest, seed time, harvest, seed time, harvest. Amos nine thirteen. Amos nine thirteen. I know where we're going to, so it's gonna be okay. Look at your neighbor and say it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. Amos nine thirteen. Behold today's come, saith the Lord, when the ploughman shall overtake the reaper and the trader of grapes him that soweth seed. All right. Go with me to the book of John, chapter number two. We're almost there, guys. Those who endure to the end shall be saved. All right, just endure with me two more scriptures, three more, and we'll be done reading. John 2, 2, and Jesus also was invited and his disciples to the marriage. And the wine failing, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine, Jesus said to her, "Woman, what have thee to do, me to do with thee? My hour is not yet come. My time has not yet come. His mother blatantly ignored him and said to the waiters, whatsoever he shall say to you, do ye, do ye. My time has not yet come. John 4, 23. John 4, 23. Jesus speaking to the woman at the well saying, the time cometh, futuristic and now is when the worshippers, true worshipers, shall worship the Father, Spirit and Truth. Time cometh for now is. John six twenty-one. John six verse twenty-one. Then they willingly received him into the boat, and immediately the boat was at the land where they were going. Right. Ecclesiastics 3 verse 1. Some of you say, Jesus, is this going to get better tonight? This dude We stretched our hands and said, Jesus, help him preach. But he's just reading. What is this guy up to? Don't worry. It's going to be okay. Ecclesiastics 3 verse 1. To everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under the heavens. Last one. Whew, I told you it's going to get better. Last one, but without Hebrews 11:6. But without faith it is impossible to please God, for he that cometh to God must believe that He is and is rewarded to them that seek Him so far. Raise your right hand and say thank you, Jesus. He's done reading. You read it, it was that was long, yeah. That was long. And time shall be no more. He that goeth to God must believe that he is and that he is rewarded So tonight we gotta talk about God. For just a couple of minutes, we gotta talk about God. Uh, I think a fundamental mistake people make is to suggest in a spirit of familiarity that they know God. I'm so happy and I'm glad that I have been known by God, but I am quite confident in my revelation that I do not know God. The Bible says that the Spirit of God himself searches the deep things of God. And the word search there in the original means to discover new things. Since we're talking about God, let's just settle the case that he is the all-knowing one. And yet this is paradoxical because here it says he's Depths are so deep that the all-knowing God discover new depths about Himself. And now people come and they say, I know God. You don't. Know. You have been known by God. And for that we are grateful. I cannot say, I know God, because... I don't really even know myself. I'm trying to figure out myself. Paul, at the end of his day... And and we'll touch on that in a moment, but Paul himself struggled to get a revelation of who he is because he said, oh, wretched man that I am, the things I do not want to do that I do, and the things I want to do that I don't, and I'm a little confused because just like uh, Thomas, I have a twin brother called Didymus. Oh, yeah, yeah, Didymus also, Thomas also called Didymus was absent the day Jesus appeared, the word Didymus means twin brother, and so I'm struggling to figure myself out, because in church tonight, I've lifted holy hands to the coming King, to the great I Am, to you. But tomorrow morning in peak hour traffic, there's going to be an incident with a public transportation Driving, and now it's no longer worship, it is becoming a worship. And so, no longer do I lift holy hands, but I lift a hand and I offer a particular finger in isolation. And oh, Richard, man, that I am—I do not really even know myself all that well. And I know I'm not talking about you because in this place you have only but an angelic host attending here. But but the rest of us, Pastor Etienne and myself, I know that I struggle to figure myself out. I do not really even know myself. How dare I know? claim to know God Paul the revelator of the New Testament who wrote two-thirds thereof who could write and speak eight languages fluently the more he matured in the law two things happened his titles became less in the beginning it was me Paul an Apostle When he matured a little, he said, me, Paul, the least of all apostles. When he was really mature, he said, me, Paul, the greatest, the chief of all sinners. Yeah, 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 yeah. apostle this and prophet that and Teacher, uh, yeah, yeah, they're they not mature yet. I respect the office and I'll tell him this is an apostle. But he's not walking around shouting apostle, apostle, because he's a mature man. He goes around saying, how can I wash your feet? How can I serve you? So Paul had a revelation of the fact that he had to diminish in himself as he walks into the deeper dimensions of God. I came to know that you'll never get to the beginning of God unless you get to the end of yourself. So that's the one thing that happened. The second thing that took place, as Paul grew in maturity, his prayer list became shorter. At the end of his day, he had but one prayer, and that was, Oh, that I may know The revelator of the New Testament. The one who said this is my gospel. He personalized his gospel. He said, I am the revealer of the New Testament. He said... Oh, that I might know Him. You see, the problem with thinking we know God is this is the way God works. He says, I'll wait here for you. Come to watch me. We reach deeper into Him. And the moment we get there, we find out He just moved. Because He wants us to be constantly on the move in our pursuit of reaching deeper places in Him. And even that is a paradox and a mystery because if God is here and everything is in existence in him and by him and through him and he moves from here to there, here will cease to exist. As a, so we cannot figure out, God. That, that's basically what I'm saying, you're trying to figure out yourself, we've got counselors, psychologists, uh, psychiatrists, all people trying to figure out who they are, you know, the two psychologists, how do they greet each other? It's going well with you, how am I? You know, prophet says, well, I'm trying to figure myself out here. But let's talk about God. He who goes to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder. So let's talk about him, who is God. And I mean, this is a Sunday school material. We can all now think of things. God is love. I'm just thinking 1 John 1 14, you know. 1 John 1 14. God is love. I think it's there. God is love. So. I love the word is there because the word is is the word is equal to, meaning he is equal to love. I'm so happy that it is not something he has. Love for us humans, that is the emotion we have. And since we have it, it can be taken away. How many of you have loved somebody before whom you just don't love that much no more, no more, no more? (laughs) Uh, uh, Where do you think the song comes from of all the girls I loved before Because when that love passed, you said, next please. So it was a little Monica and a little what's that song. And all the list goes on and on and on. But the fact of the matter is, even in the book of Revelation, the angel said to one of the churches, I have this against you. You've lost your first love. But I'm so happy that God doesn't have love. He is love and what he is cannot be taken away from him meaning that his love cannot go on a roller coaster ride it cannot fluctuate based on your good behavior or based on your bad behavior. He doesn't love you more when you behave well and you worship and he doesn't love you less when you're in peak hour traffic and you offer that taxi driver the middle finger in isolation. You go from worship to worship. God's love for you is consistently eternally just the same. I've learned that a dirty diaper doesn't change the DNA of the baby. It just gives mommy something to do, because women are more anointed at certain things than as men. Gesolved, as jylle dames, gesolved, gesolved. But, 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 but I have two sons. The one is brilliant. He loves Dr. Gustav. He loves Dr. Gustav. He doesn't love a lot of church people. He's not a churchy kind of a guy. Um, he's been a, a kind of a professional boxer. He's been acting in a movie or two or three. A great brilliant guy and IJ is just my buddy. He's my hanging buddy. He loves Dr. Gustav and my other son is in a wheelchair will never be able to speak or same three quarters blind deaf on diapers and guess what? I love him just as much as I love my son Victor. I do not differentiate nor do I discriminate. The physical carnal condition of my one son doesn't alter you Dean is as much my son as is victim, my buddy. And I'm in this place to tell you if he is love. And the Bible says he is seated upon a throne of grace. Then you can approach his throne great boldly because he is love seated upon grace. And you will never encounter the sword, the sharpness of the sword, but always the point of the sip. Because he is love. So when we approach him, understand that he is love. What else can we quickly talk about? I haven't really prepared this. I want to get prophetically into something else. Who is God? Taste and see that the Lord is good. He's not a bad God. Let's blame the devil for all the bad stuff. And let's blame God for all the good stuff. Let's praise God for all the good stuff. God is not also good because that suggests that he is also potentially bad. No, he's not also good. He's exclusively only bad good. Come on, every good and perfect gift come from above. Let all bad be blamed upon the devil and our own stupidity, and let all good turn into the praises of our mouths, and let's give God a Duration for every good gift. And listen, if you don't have much to be grateful for, you are saved, you are sanctified, you are water baptized, you've got Jesus on your mind, you are on your merry way to heaven, and you're taking people with you. That is reason in itself to praise the Lord. Yeah. To praise the Lord. I think who else is God? Well, I would say that God is high. In fact, he is the most high. Let's talk about it. I'm just thinking as we go along here. Okay, Are you sitting there and make notes? I'm also going to make notes afterwards. I'm going to buy the CD or check it out on Facebook. I'll take notes afterwards. He is the most high. The Bible says he's looking down upon the stars. How many of you understand you do not get higher than looking down on the stars? That's why he is the most high. Now, uh, the only way that we can make God higher in our praise is by bowing low in humility. In our pursuit of knowing more of him, we'll never get to the to the depth of who he is, but the only way to make him higher is to. Bow low in worship, humility, and adoration. Also, if you bow low in washing the feet of others like you guys and this family is doing consistently, that is the only way a mere mortal can make God any higher because he's looking down upon the stars. I love it when the Bible says they that wait upon the Lord. And the wait, word wait there is not suggesting a state of passivity. It's not a passive state. It is the word kava, meaning to take two ropes and to intertwine them until they become one. So you have the strong, eternal, unbreakable rope called God. And you have the fragile one called you. But now in your pursuit of God, you merge spirits until you become one. Now, how many of you understand that the weakness of the rope called you will not cause the strong rope to become weak? But the strength of the weak rope, of the strong rope, will be transported over into the weak rope, and it will cause the weak rope to become a strong rope. So you're not making him weaker. You are making him Just one with you. You're not making him weaker, but he is making you stronger. So let the weak say, I am strong because of what the Lord has done. Now, once you are one with him, you will rise up. He will now live positionally. From the throne room environment. Seated with Christ. In heavenly places. They that wait upon the. They that cavar with the Lord. Will rise up on wings as eagles. And the one thing about height. Is height changes perspective. Have you ever flown. To land in Cape Town. And you look at. Uh, Table mountain. And it looks small. Because height changes perspective. But if you stand at the foot of the mountain, you realize this is a big mountain. And so many people say, ah, I've got this big challenge in front of me. It's going well with me under the circumstances. But the moment you merge with him and he pulls you up because he is the most high, now it's no longer you looking up, but it's about it being under your feet. Thinking now of this young girl who flew with her dad for the first time in her life. But they drove through Texas and big cars and big houses. And she was in amazement. She said, dad, look, look, dad, big cars. Look, dad, big people. Look, dad, big houses. Look, dad, big everything. But in the airplane, she looked out of the window and she said, look, dad, small houses. Small people. Small cars, it looked like miniature cars because height changes her perspective. And some of you say, look, God, big problem. Look, God, big challenge. Look, God, big devil. Look, God, big mother-in-law. Look, God, big, big. Big matatafela, mulakate, nonsense, mula, to whichever language you prefer. But the moment it is the same situation, the moment you get elevated into the spirit above the natural, and you start to operate from a high place of authority where you have the eagle's eye view of God, you look at that same situation and you say, look God, small devil, small problem, small challenge, small sickness, small mother-in-law, whatever the devil is throwing at you becomes small. Thinking of ye who goes to God must believe that he is. How many of you know he is a big God? He is a big God. The Bible says the heavens, yeah, the highest heavens cannot contain him, meaning he's too big to fit into the universe. So God does not live in heaven, heaven is in existence in God. God does not live in heaven, heaven exists in God. And the mystery of this gospel is that the God who is too big to fit into the universe somehow mysteriously lives inside of your spirit. Little boy in Sunday school asked the teacher, Is it true, teacher, that God is living inside of us? Yes. Is it true that God is bigger than us? Yes. Shouldn't he then be sticking out? Oh let me just prophetically say that God is about to stick out. Of this ministry, of this household of faith, as this disciple-making mechanism, as this movement of the Holy Spirit, God is about to stick out in every sphere of the society and of the environment and the community because there is a people who says we are not here to take sides. We are here to take over in the name of Jesus. And I think we are pretty safe to say that God is also the creator. The creator of everything. So by means of introduction, I just we just worked it out. Who is God? Oh, scratching not even the surface. Because we cannot comprehend who he is. He's just beyond our comprehension is just too big. He's discovering new things about himself. We do not know God, but we hunger like Paul to say, "Oh, that I might know you." That's my prayerless. That's it. Period. That's my period. My, my prayerless period. That's it. So, if you go to God, you got to believe that He is. Remember those words: "He is. He is." Creator, Would you agree with me? He is the creator of the heaven and the earth. He has created the smith. That blow the coal. For its purpose. And its purpose is to melt. Yeah. The iron. So that a weapon can be forged. And formed and shaped. To be used against you. And then he has created the destroyer to destroy. Good God almighty. You who are good. You who are loved. You who are high. You who are big. You who love your people, why would you create then the enemy to attack me? Because the next verse says, for no weapon that is formed against you, shall." so God has his hand in the middle of the mix of the orchestration of the attack against you because God who also created time is now above time. He created time. He placed us in time. We call it a lifetime. We have a beginning, we have an end, and then we back into to eternity. He doesn't have a beginning nor does he have an end. He is the beginning and he is the end and everything in between simultaneously. So he is in the past. He is in the present and he is in the future right now simultaneously. So from the dimension of the spirit he says go ahead destroyer and form that weapon because I've already been on the other Side of the attack, and I already proclaimed that no weapon formed against my people shall prosper, but their testimonies will be strong. So, you in this natural capacity of chronos, chronological time, we are like a straight line with a beginning and with an end, we come out of eternity we have our beginning, it's not our birth date, it is our earth date we journey we pass on, we return to glory that is the end of the line it is the end of our chronos our time in the natural but God has not got the capacity of a straight line with a beginning and an end. He's like a circle. He's a wheel within a wheel with ice covering it from all sides, meaning he's the all-seeing one. He can see the past, the present, and the future. But you take a pencil and you make a dot on the circle and it is called the beginning and the end simultaneously. Yeah. So if God then is elevated a bath time, Because he's the creator of time, so he is God over time. Then, obviously, your future is his past, he has already been there, he has already been to the other side of your attack. In fact, he was orchestrating the attack in a way, he said, It's okay, Smith. Blow the fire, make the weapon. It is okay. Attack my, my my people. But but you gotta understand that I've already been on the other side of the attack, and all I want to say to you is na 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 nah. No weapon formed against my people will prosper, so I'll make a mockery of every attack coming against my people. I'm here to prophetically declare that every attack over this house shall be made into a mockery. Give me a little bit more volume, please. Pastor Lanzel damaged my voice this morning. CCMA will decide tomorrow. Thank you. Please understand this quickly. There is a place in the spirit where time shall be no more. John on the Isle of Patmos isolated. Satan wanted to isolate him. He could not kill him in that pot of boiling oil. He said, if I cannot kill you, I will isolate you. I'll shut your mouth up put you in, in, in a, on an island, in a place of isolation, and you can go nowhere. But God said to him, look, there is a door in heaven, come up here. So John's body went nowhere, but John went somewhere. Oh, somebody's going to have to walk through the door into the dimension of the Spirit so that God can show you things to come. But not just did he see things to come. Since he was now above time, he saw the future. But not just that. He said, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And the Lord's day there does not refer to the Sabbath. It's referring to the day of the cross. So he was physically at the foot of the cross. But when he entered the realm of the spirit, God took him back, showed him. And he came and he wrote the revelation of Jesus Christ. And then God took him forward, showed him, brought him back, and he wrote about futuristic events. Moses on the mountain. Who wrote the first five books of the Bible? Moses did. Yet he was not there. Where did he get the information? He stepped over into the realm of the Spirit (laughs) Hello, he stepped over into the realm of the spirit and God took him back to creation. He saw it, he came back into the natural and he wrote it down. I'm talking to this church of prophetic words saying, and time will be no more. And time will be no more. The limitation of time will be no more. You step over into the realm of the spirit. You see the reality of the spirit world. You come down, you bring it here, and you make it manifest. I'm speaking prophetically over this house that time shall be no more. Part of the curse of the fall into mankind in garden was you will for all the days of your lives have seed, time, and harvest. But then the prophet came. And he said the day will come when the plowman will overtake the reaper. In other words, the day will come where God in his sovereignty will take time out of the equation. And you sow with the left. And before the seed hits the ground, you reap with the right hand. Jesus stepped into the equation and said to the woman at the well, prophetically, the time is coming. But because he whose God over time was there, changed the scenario. Time is coming and now is. Because time will be known. John 2, ran out of wine, that's a big problem, in the context of the people from Cape Town, <laughs> cannot run, it's like running out of coffee for a Gautenger, you can just not do that, Mary said, hey, they ran out of wine, Jesus said, Woman, what do I have to do with thee? My time has not yet come. Jesus, Mary ignored her. Turn to the servant, said, "Whatever he tells you to do, do it." And then, uh, even though my hour has not yet come, because of their servant heart and obedience, and because she understood divine order, she said, "Whatever he tells you." And he said, "Go fill the water jars." Even though my time has not yet come, I will take time out of the equation and do a sudden work. I will do a sudden work. I will do a sudden work. I will do a sudden work. So the disciples responded to the word of Jesus, go to the other side. The smith firing the coal to form the weapon. Jesus sent them right into the storm. And they were battling. And if you go study geology, you will see that the wind was contrary. And they were closer to the starting point than the finishing point. So it would have been an easy thing to make a U-turn and just to back up and retrieve on the word of Jesus. But because they persisted and they said, we have instruction, we'll push through to the other side in the middle of the storm. Jesus said, no weapon formed against you. And the Bible said, Jesus came walking on the water. Peter got out, started to grab him. And the moment they got into the boat, listen to this, the Bible said, and immediately. The boat was at the other side. In other words, supernatural transportation took place, or let's put it in a different way. He took time out of the equation. He took time out of the equation. If I am not wrong, we also read that there is a time and a season for everything under the earth. Did we read that? So let's talk about time. You do your time. You row against the waves and the wind and through the storm. That is doing your time. But after your time, your season will come. So Moses had his time. It was 120 years. Then his season came and that was 80 years. And That was 40 years. Yeah. Time 80 years, season, 40 years. He his time and God makes everything beautiful. The Bible says in its time, Jesus had his time. It was 30 years, but then came his season and it was three and a half years. And once you step out from time because you were faithful into season then all of a sudden you defy every natural law and you start to walk on water and you walk into a prophetic environment and you say the time is coming let me grab time and pull it out and now is. You walk into a place where there is not enough wine, and you say, my time has not yet come, but uh, I'm in my season. Let's grab a hold of time, and what would have taken 20 years will now take a moment. I am here to tell you, God is taking time out of the equation of this house, and one moment of favor will be worth more than a lifetime of labor, and God will do a sudden work over this house. I am here to prophetically lift the restriction of time over this house. I am here to arrest Kronos time over this house and to say it is time for a Kairos moment, for a breakthrough moment, where you defy the law of the limitation of time and step over into the realm of the super above the natural, the supernatural, and you will see the manifestation and And the fulfillment of the destiny of God over this house. Have we missed any scripture that we've read? I can't remember. Can we go check it out? On the laptop? Can I go? And time shall be no more. I'm done. Let's go. home. Time is, time is up. We can preach any one of a thousand beautiful words, but I came here with a prophetic word for this house that I've never preached in my life. I haven't prepared. I just had these scriptures in my heart. I just said, let's just put them together and release a word over this house. Dr. Gustav, that God is arresting time, and time will not have the apparent over you. Nor will it have the upper hand over this work. Nor will it have the upper hand over the destiny of this house. But this house has done its time. It has served its time. You have served faithfully. And therefore you're stepping over into a season where it will be no longer seed, time and harvest, but Seed and harvest. Before the seed hits the ground, you're going to reap the harvest. Yeah, 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 yeah. When Jesus stepped into the boat, which is right now, you will immediately be on the other side. Because supernatural transportation, supernatural debt cancellation... Supernatural building acceleration, supernatural asset gaining, supernatural title deeds coming your way in the name of Jesus. And because you've done your time, what would have taken you 50 years in the natural in the past will now only be but a moment. And I release this word over this house come up here. And I will show you things to come. I will show you things to come. I'm sometimes being criticized because I do not communicate. But you see, it is difficult to communicate with people who have not yet been there. But once you've been there, you come and you have the spirit of wisdom. And you start to work it out. And you build the infrastructure. And you're futuristic. And by the time they're catching up, you already know exactly what is going to happen. And two years in a town and the building stand. Two years in a city and the church stand two years in a town and the work is going strong oh I'm telling you that this is a generation this is a house where time will be removed and God will do some suddenly because you've been in the incubator of the kingdom and the word and the spirit for a long time oh. you've served your time you step over into your Season. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. But I'm saying it is a new dimension. I'm saying it is from the natural with its limitations to going to the high places of seeing. Seeing it, grabbing it and pulling it here. Making it manifest from a high place of authority in the name of Jesus. People say... After I've been depressed for 17 years, my churches was on autopilot from thousands of people to hundreds of people. And I couldn't care less. I just wanted to survive the miracle of survival. Women bleeding for 12 years. We see all those miracles. But the one miracle we miss was medically it's impossible to bleed 12 years and survive three months medically. Then you die. Three months, she survived, 12 years. I had the miracle of survival. But people say, yeah, 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 so much time wasted. No, 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 no. I did time, like Joseph, in prison, like Joseph. at the bit of brotherly betrayal, I did my time. I did my tears. I did my crying. I walked through the valley of the shadow of death. I, I've been humbled to a degree where I can associate and relate with the lowest of low, but I'm bold to stand in front of leaders and politicians and we actually do so and to say that save the Lord because we're no longer intimidated. We lost our fear for men. We lost our egos. we we we're no longer jogging for position and titles and prestige and the glitz, the glamour, nor the glory of the ministry. We're just relationship based. But listen, now while the other guys say, hey, hey, you're no longer pastoring, you're no longer in ministry, we have more momentum because God has helped us to remove the limitation of time. And I'm in this place to say tonight, my brother and my sister, this house has been positioned like an arrow in the bow of a master archerist who's going to release it and you will orbit forward and you will hit bull's eye every time and it's going to be a quick and a sudden work because God is a resting time tonight. I came here with a prophetic action and a word and a mandate I've been authorized and deputized to put time under arrest and to say you shall no longer be a hindrance nor an obstacle nor take the normal natural road of time developing. No, no. We arrest you and we remove you. We take you out of the equation and this house shall catch up with destiny at a mind-boggling rate. I prophesy it. 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 I prophesy in the name of Jesus. We prophesy in the name of Jesus. The devil is a master liar saying time is out. No, 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 no We we, we say time is out. Yeah, it's out of the equation. It is no longer a hindrance. It is no longer a factor. We just step over into the Spirit. We just step over into the Spirit. We just step over into the Spirit in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you say it shall be thus and it shall be so in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, in the name of the Lord Jesus, in the name of the Lord Jesus. What a house, what a house, what a house. Come here, sir. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Have you ever been a boxer? Have you been a boxer? All right. There was a particular day in your life where you've hit outside of the ring a guy. And a curse was spoken over your life. And ever since that day, there was a hindrance over your progress in life. But this evening, the Spirit of God is breaking that curse over your life. Breaking that hindrance over your life. You know the incident where you... You've beaten a guy up. And it was before you accepted and knew Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. So it's under the blood, but a curse was spoken. It was in a backyard where somebody spoke and did something that frustrated you. And ruthlessly with your punch, your your punch, Mr. Right-Hand Puncher, you were known as, you were known as, you had a nickname in the boxing world, and you've beaten that guy, and from that, Day. a curse was spoken over your life, and things went south, but God is reversing the curse, and the years the locust stole, you know what? You know it? What happened? Do you want to tell us? No, you, yeah. I was long there, my English is not so good, but okay. Now my ne ook nie, my ook nie, kom ons praat net Afrikaans, hier die nonsens, hierdie Engelse, but can you relate to what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: Igriot,
0: are you Yeah. But you got it. He's gonna restore what the locust told. I God me every night. Yeah. 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 Now do I do I know you from anywhere? I know for Jesus, I don't know. You know for Jesus. We know what's skin. we know for Jesus. I also know for Jesus. <laughs> But I do not know's for yous, I do not know's for this man's but we knows for Jesus okay we knows for Jesus hallelujah hallelujah okay so hi yeah 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 exactly exactly yeah 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 god is doing it tonight god how many of you you know whenever i speak a prophetic word i could have told you beforehand at least one two or three people at least one i'm gonna walk in and i'm gonna be able to read the mail if it's just one it's okay why why do i say that because it's easy to say this is a prophetic word for this house but where is a gift of knowledge just to confirm i do not know this guy from a bar outside i've never seen him in my life. I don't know. Maybe he was in the previous service or at leadership. I do not have a cooking clue, but I walked over to him. I said, "Have you been a boxer?" "Yes." There was a time where you've beaten a guy, and the yes, the locust. And he said that was exactly what he knows for Jesus, and that is exactly what Jesus speaks, speaks talks, met talks. Jesus, Jesus. I knows for Jesus that You know what I'm saying? So now. Jesus spoke to the woman at the well. Time is coming in now ears. Okay, it's easy to say that, but go call your husband. No, I don't have one. You said that accurately. You had five to one you now have. is not your husband. So now you're operating in the gift of knowledge so that she could know that the prophetic word was legit. So the only reason I've done this now, and God did this, so that you can know God spoke to the house tonight. And every time I have a prophetic word, just one two three sometimes seven I don't know as the Spirit lead I don't know I I'm not under any pressure am I under any pressure right okay. but I knew through the Spirit of God we're just gonna pull somebody out and read their mail so that we can know that this is the Word of God over this house Amen. hallelujah thank you Jesus can you lift your hands to the Lord can we stretch our hands to him let that curse be reversed Fani of Fricky, was die persoon, vir dit is een of andere F naam, ek bedoel nie, daar was die F woord gebruikt nie, waarschijnlijk ook, dit is baie, baie moendlik, but close your eyes, not to your oor, in die naam van Jesus, I vloek breek hierin, it will never come back, and every day, every moment, every year, the locust stole shall be written unto him in the name of Jesus. in the name of Jesus. For we knows for use Jesus. We knows for use Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for the Holy Ghost. Thank you for being a speaking God. Thank you for communicating. Ek so my friend. Ek so bang gewees het as jy nie my vriend was. Ek voel veilig. Ek voel veilig. Amen. Hallelujah. Would you lift your hands to the Lord, everybody? And uh, just speak to the Lord. Just speak to Him. Let time, let Him take you up, 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 up. See your destiny. See your future. Hallelujah. Jesus stand to your feet everybody would you lift your hands to him and worship him we're not done we're gonna minister to people we're gonna minister to people ma'am his wife would you come here would you come here thank you Jesus thank you Jesus every attack the enemy has in store we cancel we eliminate and every weapon forged against you Oh, no, no! No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Not now, and not ever. In the name of Jesus. Let all pain from your body disappear, from the shoulder, through the neck, through the back. This attack coming against the mind of this man. The war is against your mind. Want to infiltrate you from here and destroy you by stealing your peace. But the stronghold that's over our heads. Or in our heads, not over our heads. We cancel that in the name of Jesus. Cancel that in the mighty name, in the mighty name, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Come on, lift your hands. Lift your hands, lift your hands, lift your hands. Lift your hands, lift your hands. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you, we worship you. Come here, man. Hallelujah. Guys, I did something now that was a little weird. I walked over to this dear sister and I said to her, you have a wedding band on your ring finger, but you're not married. I said to her, you've got this wedding band on your finger, but you are not married. Are you married? But you're wearing this thing. Widow. You're widowed. Okay. How about if you understand, God is speaking now. God is speaking. It's for the sake of this house to know that time will be no more. Yeah. There's a dimension where you step out of time to the supernatural. My dear sister, the healing has already taken place in your heart. And the hindrance of the past, the hurt of the past has been healed. It's time to take it off. God's going to do a new thing. I mean, how many people in this place, if you have a wedding band, and I'm not going to ask you, you've got a wedding band on, but you're not married. It's only through the Spirit that we can say these things. And the reason you said, no, I'm going to wear it, is because you did not want it to disappoint your husband. But I see in the realm of the Spirit, because I've stepped over, I see him smiling at you from heaven and giving you the release to go ahead and find happiness. I see it in the realm of the spirit from the dimension of heaven. He's smiling at you, giving you the release to find happiness. You are free. You are free of your oath. You are free of the oath that you've made. You don't have to. It's really in your hands. But I feel the spirit of God pulled me over into the realm of the spirit to see from the dimension of heaven how your late husband is smiling from heaven saying it is okay you are released from your own find happiness he's smiling over you you with Jesus at his side he's smiling at you with Jesus at his side he's smiling at you with Jesus at his side. He's smiling from heaven over you, my sister. We thank you for your thing to touch, Jesus. Thank you for your thing to touch, Jesus. Thank you for your thing to touch. Wonderful Lord Jesus amen hallelujah 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 thank you for the power of God thank you for speaking Jesus thank you for speaking Jesus how many of you happy you knows Jesus I know it's for G- you you know it's for Jesus Hallelujah Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. Thank you. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. Mighty God, we give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. This atmosphere, we can prophesy over almost anybody. But. Um, I think this house heard what we needed to hear. Yeah. And we've confirmed it with. Two words. Have you been a boxer? Yes. I've been a boxer. Be in a guy. He spoke a curse. That was the endurance. And ma'am. You're wearing a wedding band. But are you married? You're not married. I see you're not married. Then from the spirit I saw. What I saw It's confirmation for the house. Oh, the spirit of God is removing. All the limitations in your movement, in your joints. Through the power and through the presence. The Holy Spirit. When I prophesied to the other lady, you also reached out to God and said, God, speak to me. I also need confirmation that my loved one is with you. God says, why do you fear? I've already spoken to your heart, the comfort. The comfort of the knowing, the assurance of eternal salvation. And even as I was prophesying to her, you've reached out to God. And he heard your heart's cry. And he's touching you now. He's touching you afresh. He's touching you afresh. He's touching you afresh, my dear sister. And therefore, therefore, even this season that you are in is a season, it's no longer time and he will renew the youth in you and you will run and not grow weary and you'll have divine acceleration and you'll have a phenomenal season ahead of you in the name of the lord jesus christ you see your prayer has been come here yes ma'am you your prayer has been god i cannot afford to repeat the mistake again that is what you've cried out and that prayer caused a spirit of fear to come over you because you're so overly cautious because you said, I vow I will not repeat the same mistake again. Am I right in saying that? I'm absolutely right. I sense the prophetic now, okay? I'm absolutely 100% right. You said, I cannot afford. You even said, I am too fur, far away, too too. uh advanced in years to repeat a mistake like I've done before. But that now you're so cautious that you're scared to go forward. And I need to, I just need to take that fear from off of you in the name of Jesus so that you are not afraid for the future because you made a mistake in the past. Because the Spirit of God says, I have anointed you with wisdom and you will not repeat the mistake again. It was a mistake, but even that weapon that that was formed against you, did not prosper long term, because my hand and my call, and my destiny over you, is still the same, saith the Lord, it has not changed, and the effect, and the result thereof, will still be exactly, what I have predestined it to be, saith the spirit of God, lift your hands, I respect the fact that you're cautious, but the spirit of fear, that says don't move because you cannot afford a mistake that spirit has to go now in jesus name save the lord save the lord in jesus name 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 name. spirit of God, anybody in this section that had to go for a knee replacement, or the doctor says you must go, family uh, going for a knee replacement soon something to that effect, anybody in this section come here where is she now because of the knee, is she in she had the options in the recovery of a knee replacement okay let me explain to you how the prophetic works Sometimes, and once again we do not build upon the prophetic prophetic is not information it's confirmation we build upon the word and let the spirit of god activate it okay yeah. and i would love sensational services where people fall and the power gifts operate and people are carried to the car and we have those but if god want to speak to the church let him speak he's the king of the church We cannot have sensation because that's what we want. We just have to go with whatever there is to work in the atmosphere. So I walked over to the gentleman. I said, Sir, new replacement to your family? No, 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 nobody, nobody, nobody. So now in the prophetic, I sense something in the atmosphere regarding that. So I've missed it there because I am not God. I'm just trying to be instrumental. But now it was just the lady sitting right in front of him, and the person is at home in the recovery. Is it a lady? It's a woman. I see it's a woman. Come here. But she's got a spirit of fear and a grip of fear over her life because she even made the announcement that this is the beginning of the end for her because her body is ailing and failing and she feels that it's going to go downhill from here. But God says we must encourage her with this word that it is not the end of the road for her. Also because she has been through some... uh, What's the right word? It's not uh, through some bumpy road experiences. Yeah, right. You know, in life, but but God says that's not the end for her. It's not the end of the road for her. So I'm going to lay my hands on your hands. You go lay hands on her, and that uh, almost depressed atmosphere she's finding that heartless. Moodle Lewis, atmosphere wants herself and soul break where I live. The moment you lay hands on her, that disheartenment will be lifted from off her in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Can we do that, friends? Okay. She's a very active person in the community. She changed. She lost all that passion, all that zeal. It's like a fallen eagle that needs blood to be poured over it, to be resurrected. You know, every eagle goes through that. So you're saying she even changed in her personality. She's gone quiet. She's gone quiet because she lost her zeal. It's exactly what we've articulated now prophetically. And so in the matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and I did not know there was knee replacement going on in there. How should I know that? How can we know that? How can we know that? You know, it's only the Spirit of God who knows that. So in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, once I touch your hands, power of God will flow in them and through them, and you go and you touch her, and she will be revived. In the name, the matchless name, the name above every other name, the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come here, my dear sister. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come here, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Even if you become hard hearing in an ear, your ability to hear the Spirit of God will not diminish. It will not go down. But even this year that started to to, to give difficulty, hearing difficulty, and you said, God, it's becoming a frustration, and it's this year in particular, if I'm not mistaken, which ear is it? Is it die And het pla, het gesê, jere, dit irriteer my. So ek sien jy daar, en ek sien jy uitroep na die waar gekla het God. And it's okay to moan towards God. Do you know that? The one place you can never doctrinally, nor theologically be wrong, is prayer. He can't manage him because his life is built upon grace. Remember. You can just go. You can just go. So, in your prayer, you moaned. You said, God, it's irritating me because I want to hear when I talk to people about, you know, I can't hear. And it's becoming a frustration. God says two things He's going to heal your ear tonight, but your ear to hear His Spirit will be sharpened. You're going to hear Him more because that's actually the cry of your heart to go to people and to say, I perceive. And then through a word of knowledge, see lives changed. And God says, I've granted your request. It shall be thus. And it shall be so, it shall be your portion in the matchless, wonderful, mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. If I lay my hands on you now, the ear will be healed, but God will anoint you to hear Him and to speak prophetically in Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name it is the God who knows the intimate spaces, that ear just popped open and it's not a miracle, it's a prophetic atmosphere now, you know Hallelujah. how many of you know, as a vrou oor a kres, it a werk, it's a wonner it's a werk wat ons maak wonner, jylle Hallelujah. <laughs> Halleluja you. Halleluja Ek sien oor jou kompas Eer die rai balle wat so kompas het, ek weet nie is dit een boot of in een vliegtuig nie, ek weet nie maar ek sien een kompas kompas, sien oor die balle wat so die kompas in het, ek sien het oor jou, kom weet ek nie, geef my tyd, ek sal uitvind hoe kom I'll figure it out, I'll figure it out, I'll figure it out. Weet jy, kreeg het betekker voor in 'n boot, of voor in 'n vliegtuig, Nie die oudheid, voor die GPS'e gekry. ek sien so kompas oor jou, ja. ek sal dit uitfigur later. Daar is nie druk nie, daar is nie Ek het nie uitfigur in die frappe stool aan zel, sy sal alles vir jou vertel, anders sy sê my waag, sy sê my waag. Pastoor ek so mooier kon preek, as hy my nie so moe gemaakt het vir oogend. This cult, is haar skuld. Alles is, pastoor ons helse skuld. Hallelujah. 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 I tell you what, guys, when we come back, Natasha, no, not when we come back, if ever I am invited back again, you know, I'm without with out, dead, skimp, no, no, I'm not. When we come back, let's have a prophetic workshop maybe over three days with smaller groups that we can be more intimate. And then we take time and we tap into the Spirit in a bigger setting like this. You speak over the house, you prophesy over three, four people just to confirm that somebody heard from God, and then you get out of the way. Okay? But does anybody want me to lay hands on you tonight for whatever reason? Anybody for impartation? Lift your hands if you want me to lay hands on you. Not? Okay okay come if you want me to lay hands on you come on lead us in worship lead us in worship lead us in worship time will be no more thank you jesus Kans praat, God, ooit woord oor het, wat een letsel in jy gemoed gelaat your mother, she ever spoken words, ek weet, ek praat van, as kind, Because the opinion of God, the acceptance of God is so much greater than what was. The opinion or the acceptance of your mother, even your mother over your life. And based on the acceptance of Jesus over your life, your value is determined. And on that criteria of the absolute and conditional acceptance of the Lord Jesus, you build the rest of your life that is the word i release over your life no opinion of anybody can supersede the opinion of god over your life no opinion of even a parent can even if they adore you their opinion cannot supersede that of the lord jesus christ and complete acceptance from the father heart of god is the word of the lord jesus over your life tonight my dear sister in the name of Jesus, elke letsel, schiesel letsel oor woorde wat oor jou gesprek is, wat jou selfbeeld angeraak en angetas het, arresteer ek nou in die naam van Jesus en ons kanseleer dit in Jesus naam Jesus naam Jesus naam in Jesus' naam, in Jesus' naam. Cancel it, I minister you with love. God's love, divine love, supernatural love. Supernatural love. Jy het Jy het hier die precieze woorde oor jou toekomst gesê. In gebed het jy gesê, jyre, as die toekomst gaan wees soos my verlede was, sien ek nie kans, nie moet ek eerder sterf. Soos jy Lea gebed het en gesê het dat ek eerder sterf, dit is die ene gebed wat God nooit geantwoord het nie, want hy het levende hemel toe opgevaar. Dit was die woorde wat jy gebed het. Ek hoor dit in die gees. God sê dat die toekomst, kan jy maar met opgewondenheid en snel, want dit gaan niet een vervolg wees, herhaling wees, van wat jy gaat het nie. So we break the curse of the past and we release you for the future. Ek hoor die woorde, hoe duidelik, duidelik, duidelik hier het gebid het. Hier, as my toekomst is soos my verlede was, wil ek jyder sterf, ek sien kans nie. God sê, jy sal lang klewe en jy gaan vol lewe, want jou lewe maak sin, jy het ook gesê, jyre, my lewe maak geen sin, ek sien geen doel nie, God sê jou lewe maak dynamies, en die jyk vanant breek, die jyk vanavond breek, die jyk vanavond, jy vanavond breek, oor jou lewe, in Jesus naam, thank you Lord, thank you, thank you Jesus, thank you Holy Spirit, thank you Holy Spirit, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus, thank you Lord, you are here for a word. Stretch your hands to my brother over here, he came for a word, for a boy, soek a here, but now, let fruitfulness be their portion, do the miracle, do the miracle, do the miracle, in the name of Jesus. Do the miracle you dedicate. You already prayed the prayer and said to God, we dedicate that child. If you give us the child, he will be yours. He will be yours. He will be yours. Thank you, Spirit of God. 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 Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Great healing is flowing through your life, through your voice, through your vocal cords, through your insight, through your knowledge, through your hands, through your presence, through your aura. Healing anointing flowing through you. First to you, then in you, then through you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. On my well, I was walking in into church when my phone rang, and I'm dealing with suicide as we speak. My team in Bay is dealing with that. We deal with suicide every two months on average. Okay, I need you to speak life over that sister who has been admitted to hospital, and tell her that the key, the shortcut to uh, happy life, is not to take your life, but to give it. And God is calling her to give her life and not to take her life. Save the spirit of God tonight over you. Go and anoint her with oil. Revive her spirit because you've got the capacity. You feel hopeless. You do not know which way to go. But the power is already inside of you. Go, 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 go. be. Go be the breakthrough for her. Lay hands on her. Erase that spirit. Bind him. Commanding him to go in Jesus name. In the name of Jesus I lay my hands, I lay my hands I lay my hands, I lay my hands I lay my hands, I lay my hands. Ah, if somebody in your family had to break over a false religion you know um, false religion somebody break, broke through let the legacy of true relationship with god continue through you if somebody for instance broke out of being a muslim or whatever it is whatever whatever your history is generations ago you be the difference for future generations be the woman of god that's going to serve generations to come deliverance and revelation and a rock-solid relationship with jesus christ because your family will 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 come and pressure on you to perform financially and to um to be successful because others wafts and they have this expectation listen that's going to be an add on to you come here i see this immense pressure from a family member who you're looking up to heavily because he had phenomenal remarkable success And now the expectation is that you also have to be at that level. But that's not your passion. So you are now being forced to be a square going through a circle. But God says you'll step into your high calling. And when you do so, the favor factor of God will follow anyhow. So I need to bring deliverance to you tonight of the pressure put by members of your family to do what you are not passionate to do and to be successful as the others was. God says there is no competition and no comparison that you need to partake in. You're just going to be the only unique version of you and that will be enough. Say of the Spirit of God, I prophesy that you just be you and that will be enough because it's you I chose and you I anointed. Say of the Lord, say of the Lord, say of the Lord. Does this word make sense to you? It does. Bless you. Give me a heart. Bless you, bless you, bless you. Amen. 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 Lift your hands to the Lord Jesus. Is it Ivarite? Mia hy kan rustig wees, laat die popcorn spring in die pot, die deksel is op, Mia spring nergens. Zij bly in die pot van die beschermende hand van die Heere Ik profiteerde dit, Ik profiteer nou een popcornprofessie in die plek, doch ons kom verstuiks in die woord, nou kry ons popcorn, pastoor Gustaf Halleluja, jy het laag wat je moes hoe moes ek nou weet van Mia Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Your okay. Jesus' mighty name, Amen, 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 Amen. Come on, hear praise. Time shall be no more. Time shall be no more. Time
1: shall be no more. Let's all stand as we just honor and worship God for a word in time, taking us out of time. Hallelujah, Father. Tonight we come. We bless Your holy name each one joining in via live stream and in this place God we thank you that from tonight onwards Father our lives could be never ever be the same again God that we, we identify times and seasons Father grabbing hold of your word knowing that it is a two edged sword and it has us in this time God step into God what you have for us now we bless Father each and every one that's about to go into not just an unknown night, but a great week. This will be our week of miracles, God. And we will be that miracle and answered prayer, a solution to a problem out there, for we are carrying the light. Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's go and be different. Amen.